When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Viking Age Podcast, part of the Fansided Podcast Network. Now, please welcome your host, Adam Patrick. All right, welcome to the Viking Age Podcast, the official podcast for thevikingage.com. I'm your host, Adam Patrick. I'm the editor and lead writer for the Viking Age. Before we get started today, make sure to follow the Viking Age on Twitter and Facebook. The site's username on Twitter is at the Viking Age. And you can also follow the site's Facebook page by heading to facebook.com slash the Viking Age. All right. On today's show, to help recap the Vikings' third loss of the season already in four games, Today was to the Cleveland Browns. We've got Chris Shad on the show. He writes for us here at the Viking Age, as well as as well as several other online publications. So, uh, just welcome back to the show, Chris. Hey, thanks for having me, Adam. No problem. All right. So, as I mentioned, the Vikings lost today to the Cleveland Browns in a uh, Week Four matchup inside U.S. Bank Stadium. Final score was fourteen to seven. The Vikings scored on their opening drive. And things looked like they were going to be pretty good today. But then uh, that didn't turn out to, to be how it was. They didn't weren't able to score any other points after that. And uh, it just wasn't what anyone really expected, especially from this offense that I believe gained at least 400 total yards in all of their uh, first three games. The offense just didn't look like itself. Um, and the defense, I mean, I guess they only gave up 14 points, but they couldn't stop the run. Um, they didn't have to worry about Baker Mayfield because he just looked terrible. Um, but were there, any, were there any like main takeaways that you had before we get into the positives and negatives? I think the biggest is that the Vikings, I mean, we'll probably go over it, but they couldn't stop the run. No. I mean, Mike Zimmer was talking about it after the game and saying, well, my 27 years of experience and I didn't yeah. see anything wrong with the run. And then he griped about the 30-yard run, and and he go, well, so if it happened, like, that's still your run defense. You just Mm -hmm. can't go, hey, we gave up a 33-yard run, but the rest of the day was – you still have that on your record. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, the Vikings just feel like everything is fine right now, and we're still a good football team. We can win games, and I think they are. I Mm -hmm. I, They could easily be 3-1 and instead of 1-3, and but – But they're um, not. They're one but three. they're not that that's the thing. And they're, they're finding ways to lose games. Like when you have a good football team, you usually have a great coach that puts you into situations to be a good football team. Yeah. And Mike Zimmer did not do that today. He did not do that in Arizona and he did not do that in Cincinnati. And they are one in three right now. Yeah. I so. keep hearing the, uh, the, yeah, like you said, after each game, Mike Zimmer says it, a bunch of players say it. They're like, this team, this isn't a one in three team. This is a, you know, we can still be a great team. And it's like, 
that's great that you can be, but right now you're not. You're one in three. Like let's let's like you know face the music. You're one in three you for are, a reason. Like you not, are one, indeed. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. This is this isn't a fluke. Like you're one in three. You're. I think Mike Zimmer's mentor or whatever, Bill Parcells. He says, you know, you are what your record is. Um, so the Vikings are one in three. They're one in three team. I think Chris Thomason trolled the. He, this was trolling by him, but he said today the Vikings have the same record as the New York Jets right now. And he's not lying. They do. No. Um, and the Vikings can be like, oh, we're a better team than Jets. But it doesn't matter because you have the same record. So, um, yeah, I heard, I keep hearing that after every every loss. They're like, oh, this is a great team. You know, this isn't this isn't who we are. And it's like, but you are. You're, you're one in three. Because if you weren't, then you wouldn't be one in three. So, like, like, I understand that they think they're a better team, but they're not. So, it's like, right now, right, they can be. They can be in the later on in the season, but right now, they're not. All right, so let's get into some positives and negatives. Since they lost, we'll do the negatives first. You mentioned the run defense, so we don't need to, we don't need to go over that, but they, they did give up, I believe, like 184 yards on the ground. So Mike Zimmer doesn't find that concerning, apparently, he says. Um, that's a little concerning that he's saying that, um, especially since he's supposed to be a defensive guy, but apparently he doesn't care about care about 180 yards rushing after you spend what almost 20 million this year on Dem- Delvin Tomlinson and Michael Pierce but uh you know they're fine don't worry about it Anthony Barr will be back and everything will be be solved all right so let's just get into the offensive line which looked like I think the past couple of weeks we've been maybe encouraged by the way that they've played they've played better than probably uh a lot of the offensive lines have in the past but they went against a really good pass rush today uh, in the Browns. The Browns had nine sacks last week uh, against the Bears. That's probably a little more than they should have had, but they, they had nine sacks, so they're the very good uh, pass rush. They got Jadavian Clowney. They got Miles Garrett, a bunch of other guys, and they, the Vikings knew this was going to be tough. It didn't really seem like they had any plan to try and stop it, or at least like put it off balance they i think they ran a couple screens but i felt like last week against the seahawks they ran a lot of screens especially with alexander madison and this week it just didn't seem like that was in the cards i don't know why um and as a result like all the offensive linemen gave up multiple pressures including brian o'neill i think rashad hill gave up like i think i saw arif Hassan said he gave up like more than six pressures so Christian Derrissaw was healthy today. I think it's time to uh, shuffle him in there. They're going against the Lions next week. That should probably be a little easier than going against the Browns. But, yeah, the offensive line kind of, uh, not that they were doing amazing, but I feel like they kind of came back to earth today against the the Browns' pass rush. Would you agree? Yeah, I, I think it was back to reality. I, yeah. I They did a great job against Arizona, who yeah. dominated Tennessee the week before, and I kind of, had some false optimism after they shut down Seattle. Who doesn't really have an elite pass rusher, but I mean, they have enough. Um, I think that, you know, I think it was a good decision to keep Darisaw out of the game. He had that rep on the field goal unit uh, where you just stonewalled a guy. So you kind of look at that go, huh? <laughs> but um, like they were saying, he's only got about four practices under his belt since he was drafted. But I guess but how, my biggest. But how pro- much worse my- can he be than Rashad Hill? Like right, and, and here's <laughs> the thing: they didn't they didn't draft him to build him up like yeah, a project, yeah. like Clint yeah. Kubiak said. Yeah. Like he was supposed to be Plug week one starting left tackle, and 
he hasn't been because of the injury. It's not yeah. his fault. Yeah. It's just how things have worked. So I think next week, maybe you throw him in there unless like he really doesn't look good in practice. And we don't know, to be honest. I mean, even the media is not allowed in practice too much. Um, I think at the absolute latest, it's the Cowboys game. That's the one after the bye, correct? Mm-hmm. On October. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think that is the game you plug him in. And I know Demarcus Lawrence is on the other side, but it's sink or swim. You drafted him in the first round for a reason. You didn't take Justin Fields because you needed a left tackle and it's go time. I mean, Rashad Hill from everything I've heard, he's great with the media, good guy and everything, but he's just not a starting tackle. And he's a great depth piece. I like him in that role, but uh, starting him at left tackle, I'm just not a fan. Yeah, it's just too easy for guys like Miles Garrett and David Clowney to go up against someone like that who, you know, yeah, like you said, if he's filling in for a couple series, yeah, that's fine. They're not, they're not, it's something different, so it kind of maybe throws them off. But if they can have a whole week to prepare for Rashad Hill, and which probably doesn't take a whole week to prepare for Rashad Hill, um, then, you know, it's not going to be hard for them. Um, We keep mentioning that I feel like, I don't know if you are, but we keep mentioning that Detroit's probably going to be an easier opponent, which they should be. They're 0-4. But also, the Vikings are 1-3, so is it like... Yeah. I don't, I don't want to like be like, oh, the Vikings... Because, I don't, I don't know. Is this this win against the Lions as much as a, of a guarantee as I think? Like, There's a lot of people out there, Vikings fans, are like, oh, they're going to be 2-3 and three after next week. Like, It's no big deal. I, I don't... Th- think that's as much of a guarantee as some might think it is hey man it's not just lions week it's dan campbell yeah yeah <laughs> man campbell. and you know what i i'll say it i like dan campbell i i he reminds me of tice and i, I mean he's entertaining of tice yeah in retrospect when i look at mike tice was he the best coach probably not <laughs> but i mean he he just was this guy I mean, it was like uh, Homer Simpson getting promoted to like run the <laughs> nuclear plant or something like that. Like, that's what Mike Tice is like. And I get the same vibe with Dan Campbell. One of uh, my friends that comes on the Homer Horn podcast, Renee Esparza, mm-hmm. actually her theory was that Campbell got the job because he was at the bar one night with uh, Lions personnel. And he's like, <laughs> I bet you can't drink that whole pitcher of beer. And he's like, if I drink that. I, you got to hire me as the Lions coach deal. You're on. And then he slammed and they're like, oh no. Um, But I mean, like the Lions are plucky, man. I know they got kind of beat up by Chicago today and Chicago got stonewalled by Cleveland. But I, I mean, if the they Vikings are careful, they almost, careful, beat, they almost the Ravens, right? They, yeah, they, they, they would have won a 66 yard field goal. <laughs> yeah. Like if they're, I mean, if the Vikings show up like they did today and they say, okay, we're down on the scoreboard, but we got to establish the run with a running back whose ankle is probably hanging on by a thread right now. Like it it just, I'm not counting the lions as a win either. Like if they go, I mean, once they hit the field, probably my concerns will be eased, but I mean, I'm not putting it in pen. I've seen this team find a way to lose games over the first four weeks. So No, they I, have one, I they have one win. They only have one more concern. They only have one more win than the Lions. It's not like they're like yeah. three and one. They have one more win than the Lions. Um, all right. Did you have any like specific negatives from, from today? 
Maybe well, like, I, like, I think it was the play calling too. I, I yeah, kind of alluded yeah. to it a little bit and you know, like the offense, that first drive was great. Like it was mm-hmm. ultimate Mike Zimmer football, which you could probably find on Sega Genesis this holiday <laughs> season. But um, I think like they just went down, they were balanced. They killed half the first quarter and they ended it with a touchdown to Justin Jefferson. I mean, yep. that is Mike Zimmer football to a T. And then Cleveland took the lead and they were just like, nope, we got to run the ball because that's how I do it. I'm Mike Zimmer. There's only one way to win football games. And I'm just sick of it, man. I <laughs> I know there's a lot of Zimmer, you know, supporters and whatever. And overall, I think I think he's a decent coach. I, I I'd probably say he's even a good coach, but I don't think he's a good head coach right. because I think that he puts his team in too many situations and this old school play calling. He did go for it on fourth down, he which did. is which I was. I was pretty impressed they didn't get it, but um, I think, you know, the more I see this, it's just the same thing. It's like, don't you want to be better? Don't you want to, yeah. you know, I, I mean, that that's kind of where I'm at with this team right now. It's like, I kind of want something better and you might get someone worse, but I yeah. mean, you got to try, don't you? Are we starting to think that 2017 is probably just like the, an, an anomaly, I guess? 2017 was like, I mean, you're a wrestling fan. It's like an Ultimate Warrior promo, you know? Oh, yeah. He stood up there and he's like, when the moon is blood red and the <laughs> planets of the Grimlap system align, the Ultimate Warrior will prevail. Yeah. Like, that's what the Vikings were. It was Aaron Rodgers got hurt. Uh, everybody else got hurt. The runway was clear to play the Super Bowl in your own stadium. And then Zimmer doesn't get them prepared for an NFC championship game. And they get clown hammered after scoring the opening touchdown. It just, yeah, I, I think that was their shot. And I mean, look at the coach that won that game, Doug Peterson. He won the Super Bowl and two years later he was canned. And yeah. like, yet we're still sitting here with Zimmer being like, no, he can get the most out. We're just going to sign a bunch of aging one-year free agents. Greatest offseason ever. We're going to get Bashad Breland and shut everybody down, baby. And um, no, no, it has it has not worked out that way. So no, I feel like the best maybe the best acquisition this year has been the punter. Uh, yeah, Jordan <laughs> Berry's awesome. I I don't know why I'm so excited about like his first punts. I'm like. That guy balls. They and I'm boot, like, why am I excited him. about yeah, he's got he's got a boot. So that's good to see. But um <laughs> I don't want to see that, I don't want to see him on the field though. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather Unless it's see for extra touchdowns points. and yeah, exactly. But you mentioned play calling and the Vikings on their second to last drive where they got the ball with like three forty five to go. They're down by seven. They start on their own twelve yard line. So you would think, you know, with under four minutes to go, it's time to like speed up and and hurry to make sure you know you don't run out of time or you don't maybe you know give the ball back to cleveland with too little time i guess um and the vikings ran two run plays um mm-hmm. before the two minute warning they went like two pass or they went one oh they ran three run plays I'm it was sorry. four out of five actually you're right four out they, four yeah. out of five going into the two minute warning because they got the 13 yarder with Cook, then they got a couple of You're other right. two yarders. You're right. You're right. They threw it to Jefferson, and then they threw it to Cook. You're or I mean, not, not threw it. They ran it. They with ran Cook. Madison. Madison. Yeah. 
Yeah, so yeah. that drove him so, down to the two-minute warning. What do you, Kill what? the clock. Play defense. What, Let's what? go. <laughs> so they're, Ultimate so they're, Zimmer were, football. Were they trying to run out the clock and tie the game? Like It's not like they're going for the winning. I understand if you're tied, maybe. Maybe do that. But you're down. You got to score. Like, yeah. What are you? What are you doing? Why are you running the clock out? Well, here here's an interesting stat that I found, and and I'll go to the next drive. So the Vikings are finally showing a sense of urgency on that drive. They get down to the Cleveland thirty-two. They have eight yeah. seconds left. Common sense says, I mean, if I'm playing Madden, I'm going like, okay, I'm chucking this thing as far as I can, yeah. maybe a sideline route or whatever. But um. He Kirk Cousins checks it down to Tyler Conklin. Yep. And Kirk said, you don't want to throw an interception in that way. And, and that just sums everything up. The Vikings just don't play to You're lose. You're already losing. Why don't you want to play? Yeah. You're yeah, already they, losing. They play, yeah. They're, they're <laughs> not playing to lose, but they're losing. And so, so I looked it up. This is what I was getting at. From the 32-yard line where the Vikings were at, you know, Mike Zimmer said, we want to get closer for a Hail Mary. From the 32-yard or I, I, I got to think of how I'm saying this. I talk for a living. <laughs> I, I'm so mad that I can't even put it into words. Entering this week, I looked it up on StatHead. There were 102 passes completed that went 32 yards or more. Yeah. After the check down, that was 170 passes of mm. 25 yards or more this season. Wow. So, like, yeah, they're correct. But at the same time, we were setting up the Hail Mary. It's From not a Hail Mary. You could run a normal play. <laughs> like a Hail Mary is like we're on our own 30. Everybody run towards the end zone, and I'm going to chuck it as far as I can and see what happens. Yeah. Like you could legit run a normal play. You could run like four verts or something and just chuck it into the end zone, which is what they did basically. They ran an actual play out of their playbook. But because – Kirk Cousins is afraid to be set to the electric chair for an interception. To he end the game. checks it down. Yeah, yeah. it just, uh, it just, they just don't play to win. You got to, you got to have that. That uh, is the problem. That Brett like, look Favre. at Kevin. Kevin Stefanski was yeah. balls to the walls today, and it was just like <laughs> you know he was going him, yeah. for it on fourth down. He was going. I mean, yeah, it almost cost him the game, but I mean, but it didn't. It, it, it certainly helped him. Do you think so. uh, I've heard this theory today from some people that maybe Kevin Stefanski was like, maybe he was a little nervous, and that's why some of his play calling was off. Do we think maybe Clint Kubiak and Kirk Cousins were a little nervous because Stefanski's in the building? Like, are they trying to impress I would hope him? Not. Yeah, right. Like, why? Like an X or something? Uh, it's yeah. like, nah, I yeah. Nah, you never babe. know. What, I'm doing. Know. That's what the kids say, right? Bay. They call each other yeah, Bay. And you never stuff, know. Or is like, that like old? football guys about how they want to like impress somebody else i i don't mike I don't mike know. zimmer sounded like kevin stefanski was like the stepchild or something they're like how is it like talking to him after the yeah. game and stuff and he's like i don't know <laughs> he's a guy with yeah he's a, we're guys like we're just hey man what's up yeah nice win okay, yeah the sure. play uh, and i felt like the play calling was good last week against the seahawks i felt like it was good against it was the very Cardinals. good like yeah what happened like Here's the thing, maybe that might have thrown it off. Should Dalvin Cook have played today? I know he got uh, he re-injured himself, but it wasn't immediately. But he didn't look explosive today. No, and like coming into the game on Wednesday, and I know, like Dalvin's obviously going to push the play. Zimmer's obviously going to push Dalvin to play because yeah. 
I mean, you heard him leading up to that week. He's just like, well, Dalvin's a tough guy. He can tough it out. But his game, and he said this himself, is built off explosiveness. And if he's not 100%, he's not going to be explosive. And when you don't have that, you basically have Alexander Madison. I know Madison has some of the PFF metrics or whatever, (laughs) but, and and I mean, I, I use PFF a lot, Mm -hmm. like, don't get me wrong, but I think that with cook, like you have to have him explosive. That's why I think like they give him 30, 35 carries in a game. And it's like, why don't you split that up? Like, look what the Browns did like Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. They're basically the same back. They get about, 18 to 20 touches a game and they're fresh. They're explosive. Again, you, there's no reason that the Vikings can't do that with Madison and cook. So it's just frustrating to see them run him out there. And I mean, cook hurts his ankle and then they run him out for the final play and like, go Dalvin, go. It's like, (sighs) ah, they're going to kill him. Yeah. I feel like if they had, if they sat him for another week, um, and they had the whole week to prepare with Madison like they did against uh, the Seahawks, I feel like, um, then they would have had a better chance, maybe figure out a better game plan to then just be like, oh, Madison's in, so now we got to figure out you know, what to do with him. Unlike last week where I feel like they, they knew what they were going to do. They threw a lot of screens. They put him in good positions to, to gain a lot of yards. And today I felt like they were just like, well, just go do what Dalvin does. And uh, he can't do that. Well... And I also felt like every time they put Dalvin or excuse me, Madison in the game, they ran it. Like, oh yeah, I felt like that was why he was in the game because they didn't want to give Dalvin another carry. So, like, well, yeah, you just just fill. And the Browns Dalvin. do it. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, and they how, how many in, positive? Yeah, them. Madison did not have many positive gains. He was stopped either at the at the line of scrimmage or behind it. I feel like multiple times. Um, lastly, I feel like. Uh, before we get to the positives, it's Anthony Barr. He's inactive again. Uh, was this game number four? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Probably should have gone on IR um, to at least make another roster spot. Don't know when he's going to be back. Is He's got a knee injury that no one really knows about. It's a tweak. Um, <laughs> it's a super weird situation because he's not coming back him- next year, right? No, no way. way. Well, uh, if Zimmer's coach, yeah, they'll find (sighs) a way. (laughs) I can't coach without Anthony Barr. Well, you can't coach. I I need, I need him. Like he, he does all these things and like he, he sets the run. He sets people up. He makes these nice brownies after the game. Like his mom brings orange wedges. You can't can't replace the orange wedges. Like I, like the bar thing is weird to me because they get they get him up there in a press conference a couple of weeks ago, right. and he's just sitting there and he's just like, "Well, um, hurt my knee, and <laughs> I tried to come back, yeah. and yeah, I, I can't. I, I, I would like to play. I, I would love to play. I would like it more than anything in the world. That was an exact quote. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I'm not ready. But I'm close." I'm not ready. Like, it just seems like there is no urgency no. or that knee is just like Daniel Hunter. It's one of those things they are going to go in there and go, yeah, dude, you should have had surgery a long time ago mm-hmm. on this. And I, I mean, Nick Vigil is fine, but I mean, you look at the defense right now, there are so many missed tackles and Anthony mm-hmm. Barr is an elite tackler. Mm-hmm. He's 
great in coverage when he's not matched up against a wide receiver. Um, and well, I, would I, probably be a lot better. Absolutely. I, I think that that's a big reason why the Vikings are getting gashed on the ground. I don't know when he's going to be back. Nobody seems to know. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they sent him for an IR or MRI, like I said, and yeah. be like, yeah, you got to get you know, back Mike, trim, Mike, man. What, Michael Pierce is getting hurt in practice? What are you doing in practice where you're, you know, you're getting, he hurt like his elbow and his shoulder? Like, what are you doing? Ultimate Mike Zimmer football, right? that's what they're doing. <laughs> what like, are just you like, doing? Fights to the death. It's a 17-game season. Why are we having, like, intense practices in week four where guys are, you know, getting hurt and they can't play like the thing with Zimmer is that when his backs to the wall he just goes back to what he knows yeah like he it's never a hey what can I change to be successful it's this is Mike Zimmer football and I'm going to play Mike Zimmer football and in this case it was running Dalvin it was you know I I mean I know that he's given it, like he's he's adapted a little bit. He's given veterans days off. He's mm-hmm. uh meeting with Kirk Cousins for 45 40, minutes exactly. as they revealed. Exactly. Do you think do you by the way, do you think he just <laughs> has a freaking timer? Just like <laughs> walks to the room like oh, time to go. Hey, Kirk, let's get this over with. And like the whole time, like Kirk's like, well, what do you think about this cover too? And he's just looking over his shoulder, just like I said. No, like I only got two minutes, minutes. So I can't I, I can't tell you. You used to be in college. You yeah. you know, like yeah. teachers are talking, and you're just staring at the clock the whole time. Like, oh, how time do we go. still have how do we still have 10 minutes left? Oh my god. Like mm-hmm. I, I've been in classes like that. But it's I'm been sure great. It's, it's the been, same way with him. It's been great for the both of them to interact. Oh, like I'm that sure. On their in their what fourth season together. That now just now they're starting to to do this. Because both of them are like, we're going to lose our jobs, so we might as well figure something out. I don't think this team is cohesive as they uh, try to make themselves out to be. I no, think not, not when you got of... not not when you got guys like Cam Dantzler going off last week on Twitter, being like, I think you know, there's, I'm not, there's I'm not, not going to bite my tongue anymore and stuff like that. I think there's a lot of exterior motives going on right now. I think, yeah. Um, you know, it's not that they're, I'm sure they all want to win. They all want to play hard and win yeah. for the team. But I feel like there's just something going on right now. Like Kirk and Zim are kind of butting heads. Mm-hmm. You got the bar thing. You got, you know, I'm uh, sure Hunter camera dancer thing. Yeah. I'm sure like, Hunter, you know, he's had a great year, but I'm, he's definitely going to be looking out for himself. He's right. He's in like sort of a contract year. Like a couple of years ago when the Vikings made that run, I think one of the thing was it was a team like they were, mm-hmm. they were bonding. And then all of a sudden Diggs has his falling out mm-hmm. and like the cracks slowly started to be in there. And like, now you're seeing it. Now you're seeing it seep onto the field. And I mean, nobody's going to be happier to see Detroit than Mike Zimmer next week. Cause like, or right. Kirk cousins cousins has never lost the Lions. Right. So, I mean, they're probably, I mean, I know I was kind of like, I don't know if it'll be when, I think it'll be a win, and but I mean, going to Carolina, you're just like Carolina's not a pushover. No, I think like, I think I, it'll be. I think to yeah to go back to what we said earlier. I think it'll be a win too. But I'm just saying, like everyone's like, it's a guarantee. It's a guaranteed win, and I'm just like, no, nothing's not. a guarantee with <laughs> no, this team right no, now. It's not. Yeah, um, they they were guaranteed to beat Cincinnati. Yeah, right. And they they're, they're supposed to yeah supposed to clock. By the way, Cincinnati doesn't look too terrible. 
right no. now. Uh, three and one. Also, can we give a little credit to the Browns defense? They got a very good defense. They're um, awesome. Like, like I fans, thought they played terrible on offense, aside from the running backs. Baker Mayfield I, looks terrible. Yeah. And the defense the kept Vikings, them in the game. I thought the Vikings should have signed Clowney, to be honest, this offseason. Because, yeah. I, I mean, ever since five, they didn't have the money, though, good, did they? But I don't know. They moved some around later. But. Yeah, you can, you can always have the money. You're right. Rob Brzezinski and his... He uh, would have been better than Delvin Thompson, I'll tell you that. Like, I would rather... Yeah, I'd rather have just have moved. Armin Watson there because he's not going to cost them $15 million this year. Or uh, Sheldon Richardson, yeah. you know, calling timeout. Like, oh, I don't think God. Armin Watts would call a timeout. And that's what that's what Zimmer said after the game. He's like, nobody calls timeout but me. It's like, then why did that happen? Right. Like, I just... There, there's so many weird things going on with this team right now. Hey, something you know just feels off. They're a great team, and they're they're not they're a, a one-three team. team. They're they're a great team. They're gonna, they can turn around. We both we both probably believe they can turn around. They do have the ability to turn around. But right now they're one and three. So we gotta stop acting like they're like, they could be four. No, they could be three and one. No, they're one and three. Because I feel like that's the and thing. A lot of people are being like, oh, they could two. They're two plays away from being three and one. So, and. They're tenth in the draft order right now. So, oh boy, I mean, I mean <laughs> and the year where you could, tra- you could trade, time. you could trade Kirk Cousins next year, get a early round pick. I'm not going to say a first round pick right now. I don't. Know. I'm not. I'm not taking a quarterback in next year's draft. There, there's just a not lot with this of regime. no. Well, a not with this regime, and b not with this class. Because yeah, there I'm looking at the lot. top quarterbacks yeah. right now, Matt. Coral, eh. Well, Malik then what do you Willis, do? What do you Liberty? do with quarterback, Kellen Mond? You probably, well, <laughs> I, this is my prediction, and I wrote this about Sun a year, year ago. Carson Wentz. Oh, no, no, no. I don't want <laughs> Carson Wentz, stop cap. No. I don't want it to happen, but I mean, <laughs> Rather you know get Teddy. Rather get it, Teddy. Is Teddy on a one-year deal? Yeah, he's, he's a free agent next year. Okay. Come home. So definitely rather him than you get it. I, we also don't know how that relationship was. It seems like it's nice and everything. Well, obviously, we know Zimmer is like in love with him. Um, but definitely him over Carson Wentz, who likes to play on two broken angles. Um, but all right, real Zimmer quick, we'll, we'll, we'll go over the positives. I'll just get through these quickly because we've, we've had a lot of negatives to talk about because it was a bad loss. All right, real quick, positives. I got Justin Jefferson. The defense only allowing 14 points. So typically... You know, if you looked at the offense the last couple of weeks, if the defense gave up 14 points in those games, they would have won them. So mm-hmm. that's what you want from your defense. The run defense was terrible. I think the pass defense was better this week. That was probably helped a lot by Baker Mayfield missing a lot of throws, which, boy, did he miss a lot of throws. Uh, I also have Cam Dantzler. I think he played well in place of Bashad Breland, who had an illness, quote-unquote. Um, and what else? Oh, I put the home crowd in. Because they seem to be back and loud and rowdy, I think that's home field advantage is a, is a thing again. And then I just put in Kevin Harlan because I just like listening to him on broadcast. Is he the Timberwolves guy? He used to be the Timberwolves guy, be? like long, long time ago. Yeah, but I now he's so. now he's TNT. He's he's a big timer. He now, doesn't do any so. regional stuff anymore. No, I think they had him on FSN or actually BSN Valley's. Valley Sports Network. <laughs> um, they had him on there. Gosh, it must have been a long time ago, but mm-hmm. yeah, I remember. Like I remember Garnett as a kid, days. yeah, like the uh, 
gosh, I can't remember the name. The old Timberwolves logo, the wolf actually had a name. Hmm. I think it was like Marv the Wolf or something or like that. It was like hiding in the woods, like kind of. No, no, it. this is this oh, is the older old, logo. Like, yeah, the old J.R. Ryder. Yeah, J.R. Ryder, Doug West, uh, Tom Goober Richardson. Googs, was was yes. he on there too? Yeah, he was on there too, right? I oh, love yeah. me some Googs. Dating myself. Awesome. I think I have like all these old basketball cards in my closet somewhere. Any positives from you today? I mean, Justin I Jefferson think- is just. He keeps being ridiculous, but that's. I'm very glad he's on our team. Oh god! (laughs) Like, thank God the Eagles (laughs) took Jalen Rieger because. Could you imagine how bad this team would be? We'd have a new coach. I'd tell you that much. No more for Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Um, Yeah, he's just good, and I mean, he's getting a little. He's getting a little. uh, Testy, not testy. I mean, he was he was fine with the media. He wants to win. and he joked a little bit too because the Cochran penalty that wiped out a thirty yarder. He said, yep. "I saw the penalty and I I understood it." <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I got it. <laughs> oh, speaking but, of penalties, what was that holding call on Eric Kendricks? What did he do? Grab the guy's like tissue towel or something? Like he barely touched him. Uh, maybe, maybe we didn't see the whole thing, but from the replay that they showed, where Kendricks had that holding penalty in the end zone that eventually resulted in uh, the Browns getting a touchdown. Yeah, it looked was, like a little tug. That was a huge penalty. And, and of course, you had, you know, Sheldon Richardson calling timeout on an extra point. Like, why do you even call timeout on an extra point anyways? What? Too many men on the field? Okay, they get a five. They get closer, five yards. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, man. Um, do you have anything else? Positives. <laughs> the game I mean, ended? You touched on most of them. Yeah, the game's over, and we can look forward <laughs> to next week. Yeah, no, I don't know, uh, man. I just it. There's probably more positives. I mean, it just it just was a rough afternoon for the offense. The rush defense looked bad. I don't know. I I mean, I felt like Baker Mayfield left a lot on the table, and I I think Odell Beckham was getting so frustrated with him today. Like, where are you throwing the ball? And the thing, and the thing with Baker right now is he actually has a shoulder injury in his non-throwing shoulder. Yeah. And they, t- uh, from what I was listening to, you know, that could throw you off just a little bit, mm-hmm. even though it's your non-throwing shoulder. And like, if you're a little bit off, like it's a big deal in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So those I don't know. weren't even close. Like he was way no, off. no. There were a lot of them were way off. It was All rough. Right. We can end it there. Um, where can people follow you on Twitter, Chris? I am at the real Krishad. And you're doing you're still doing the Homer Horn podcast, right? Um, yes. Took a little bit of a break this week. Yeah. Just kinda focused on my writing, but oh, yeah. hoping to get back, get some guests this week. So watch out for that. And yeah. uh that show paid that show Twitter handle is at the Homer Horn. There we go. So check that out. Yep, we'll check that out on Apple Podcasts, review your podcast. Check this show out. The Viking Age Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. But until next time, we will talk to you later. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.